Welcome to Book Pile Banter. This is Amberly and Kim. Sarah will not be joining us for our 24 short story countdown in the holiday season because creepy Christmas stories have burned her one too many times. However, we are here to discuss an array of Christmas ghost and folktale stories leading up to Christmas Day. And we are back with the <laughs> story At a Lark, which is by Jess Kidd and is in the Winter Spirits Ghostly Tales for Frosty Nights. Jess Kidd is an Irish author known for the night ship, among other novels. And the plot is Adelark has been scooped up from the streets due to her small size. It is her job to assist the medium who hired her in tricking a widow. So what do you think of that one? I liked it. I thought you would like it. Yeah, I liked it. I liked Um, It's just for full clarity, today was an absolute chaos day. Um. And I read them today. <laughs> and so this one I was able to concentrate on um, a little bit more, but chaos. I was stopped probably every five minutes. So this one, oddly enough, because last month we went to the Winchester house, which mm -hmm. had like all of the seance and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, but this entire story gave me Sarah Winchester vibes. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. Like, I just, I like, I picture the Winchester house and like, I don't know. I've always found spiritualism in the early 1900s interesting. Yeah. I have since I'm very young. Like, I can remember having a, um, like one of those factoid books about ghosts. And specifically, it had an entire section on spiritualism and how the mediums used to fake yeah. everything that they did. Um, so the idea of taking that faking and going a step further by designing a table so you could trap a small child in it to... Well, not permanently trap. Trap, but, but temporarily put a, yeah, trap. Put a, a small child in it so that they could do... Do the knocks and the spelling and all of that kind of stuff. I was like, wow. I loved the whole making the planchette move with the magnet. And and you got you got to be able to spell correctly, spell correctly, spell correctly. It's like how is she spelling upside? Because I'm just envisioning yeah. her upside down yeah. moving this, but she's probably got uh, the reverse of it up there, you know, so that she can watch. But yeah, no, it was it was fascinating. I liked that it seemed more of a th uh, researched piece of yeah. how um, the spiritualists did their tricks and yeah. stuff because I've never really I mean tilting the table yes they put something and then they step on something and the table tilts mm -hmm. and and all of that um it, but I the idea of this small child and this child never grows never grows never grows because she knows that then she doesn't have a job yeah yeah um not that you can prevent yourself from growing but um it it was just interesting, but then you kind of fall into it and it becomes much more supernatural-esque. Mm -hmm. And it's like, um, maybe she didn't grow because she was meant to end up at the house she ended up at so that she could, um, become in my understanding again, mm -hmm. chaos, um, uh, was that she ended up living with, uh, the old, the, the old the widow. Woman. Yeah, the yeah. widow. Yeah. Yeah. Replacing her daughter. And, yeah, and that everyone just kind of knew that that's what she was there to do. Yeah. It was, it was very interesting. I, I liked it. it but... Well, and then there's the fact that there were, you know, it starts out with something that everyone knows is a gimmick, all that kind of stuff. And then as the gimmick shifts to the new location, 
there's an implication that this is a household that does have a ghost. Yep. And the entire household just accepts, accepts it. it. And yep. it's not a, not a bad thing. It's not, you know, an evil thing. It's just this fog. Yep. And it's really funny because having lived in England, you do just get those floating fogs. Mm-hmm. And they'll just, they're not, not always well, very and big. And this was very much up in the moors. And yeah. that's uh, a very, very different environment. It's, yeah. it's uh, very intense and very beautiful. And, yeah. and uh, these yeah. fogs, they'll just yeah. be small. And, and it, cause I remember driving to school or riding to school on the school bus and I would just look out and there would just be a little like blob of fog, yeah. not very big, no other patches yep. of fog near it. It's just that one spot. Mm-hmm. something's going on that there was fog right there. And then other times you just see random spots of fog. Um, So it was just like, I could, I, I could really yep. fall into this one and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, And I enjoyed how it ended. Um, And yeah. I like that it had more of a, a happier ending than some of these, these stories have. Um, I like that, you know, the girl ended up having the rest of her life. She's going to probably inherit this house. This is, she's got these people that liked her the minute she arrived. Yeah. And wanted to take care of her the minute she arrived. And, you know, and even the the fog, the ghost wanted to take care of her. And she was the replacement and the fog showed her where the ball ball right well, yeah, yeah the toy the was, was the, yeah. The, the original child yeah followed and um, got lost because of yeah 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 it was very very it was a very nice little story um i'm glad that those the the man and the woman the the seance woman and and the guy that was trying to manipulate the widow i'm glad those two got their come up i'm glad that the the fog threw the planchette at him and hit him in the face <laughs> you know yeah all of those all of those tropes in in haunted places you know it's like yeah. I, I it was nice to have all of that just kind of come together and it was almost a little i don't want to say silly it was mm-hmm. just amusing entertaining this was an entertaining yeah. story but you know what they they the girl tried to tell him yeah tried to tell him yeah you know, she was she was good to the end yeah you know she, she knew she was manipulating people she knew she was part of a scam yeah but she was, you know, she was trying to do the right thing and survive. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's a big thing is and survive when you're, Oh my God. I did love the fact that when she was, so at the, there was the point where she got stuck in the table where he put her back in there to force her to do it. And she wouldn't spell out. And then the ghost spelled out Billy, which was her previous, like who she replaced. And so, like, there was, like, loved that, like, just, like, they thought she had done it, mm-hmm. but it was actually the ghost and, like, this almost sentient element to the fog that it, it knew her. Yeah. It knew what she was afraid of. Yeah. Um, which was she was afraid that she was going to end up in a grave like Billy did in the yep. back of the house. Yeah. Um, for the medium, not for the widow. The widow didn't yeah. bury Billy. <laughs> No, I like the widow. She was, she was, she was cool. Yeah. The, these characters developed quickly. Yeah. Um. You you didn't need a lot to know who they were. You, this writer was good at that. Very good at that. Yeah. Getting you into these characters. 
without having you you knew the guy was manipulating the minute you met him you knew that the medium was fake the minute you met her you knew the little girl was pure the minute you met her um you knew that the 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 staff at the at the widow's mansion or whatever you want to call it manor manor was good yeah and and they were going to take care of the widow they had been they're going to now take care of the little girl and they're yeah their lives have have resumed now because yeah the widow now has her a little girl to replace her little girl and i think that's the part that maybe you kind of think of sarah winchester and the fact that her staff actually really liked working yeah, for her yeah and that sense that she clearly wanted a lot of staff and a lot of activity around her in order to not replace but soothe the loss of her daughter yeah, yeah. and her husband um, so that's where it kind of gave me like, I was like, oh, I, well, I wish this was what had happened for Sarah Winchester. Yeah, yeah that somebody had come along to. Yeah. Um... Although there is that kind of that implication that there were families that lived yeah, in yeah. smaller homes and there were children and stuff. Yeah. And so that, that's where I got like a yeah. Sarah Winchester vibe going on. Any other thoughts on this one? I, I still finding it very interesting that we're, for the most part, preferring the stories in the winter spirits ghostly tales from the fro- from for frosty nights more than we're enjoying the, the other one which i can't remember yeah. what it's called uh christmas, christmas and other horrors and other horrors um so far i mean we have like one or two in there's a couple that we have liked or haven't minded i think it's interesting that christmas and other horrors is very they're authors from the United States, from Australia. I think there was one, a couple from Canada. And then Winter, Winter Spirits Spirit has been, been primarily British, British, Irish. Falls more into the tradition of these, the UK. Yeah. For our family, as far as these horror stories in the evenings and yeah. whatnot, it, it, Victorian times and all of that, it falls more into that yeah oh my god yeah. that that style and yeah. so it, it's i think more what we anticipated yeah um i'm still holding out hope for christmas and other horrors there's a couple of authors i'm still excited to read that we're going to be reading i just like i'm hoping okay i think it's just taking maybe a bit more like risks in terms of content yeah um and i think sometimes it's not as as strong a risk as it could be. Yep. So, all right. Oh my God. I brushed He's him. He's been brushed. I brushed him and wiped him down. Yeah. Don't ever do that again. Clearly. <laughs> Sorry. Our, my dog was scratching and the hair was just flowing off of him. On that note, <laughs> our <laughs> intro and outro music is by Howard Harper Barnes and is called A Snowflake's Tale from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Bookpile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms, such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. And don't forget, we'll be back tomorrow with our next short story. 